Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Outback Game House Podcast. I'm once again joined by my friends, Resan and Minzy. How are you guys going? Good here, man. Been a busy week. Uh, not for us here in Australia, but you guys over there had Thanksgiving. So happy belated Thanksgiving to all our American fans and followers. How's your Thanksgiving, have... Reese? Good. I am fat happy. I actually had two Thanksgivings. We went to a friend's house. We we went to our we went to a friend's house Thursday and hung out and it was a good time. And then Friday was sitting around the house. My was like, man, I wish we had leftovers. And I said, well, I guess I'll go buy some stuff and we'll just have another dinner. <laughs> I like it. I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> right. Yeah. So we don't we don't really celebrate Thanksgiving here. So we were just. Uh, Checking out all the pictures of roast turkeys that you guys share on Discord. Um, yeah, I fucking love and turkey. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, straight into it. MSF, uh, I guess the big news for last week was Dark Dimension 4 finally opened and a few of the big Krakens have already jumped on in. Yeah. Uh, obviously, everyone's kind of favorite was Tadano Mac. He's... 20% in, so he's finished the initial general nodes, uh, but he's he's stuck on global. And I think that's because he entered with maybe one global character, whereas uh, Fates, who started later than Tadano, went in with predominantly uh, global characters, so he just pretty much went straight into global without having to wait. But I think Fates is leading the way. At, uh, I didn't check. I think it was 33 or maybe a bit more now. Uh, yeah, so Fates is at uh, 40% at the moment. Yeah, right. Rem Spoon with a PJ <laughs> at 33% and Tadano Max at 20%. Yeah, so I think Fates is on the final. Oh, no, he's finished the final global, I think, based on that percentage. Yeah, he's, he's finished yeah. the final global. Yeah, uh, so he's, he's stuck with the same four that he had. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, a, it's an interesting four. Uh, I, before. Uh, you know, looking at the characters and stuff like that. Obviously, the new Pimtech characters were all global. And yeah, I was thinking heavily on the Pimtech team, but they are also predominantly tech as well. So that was yeah. an issue for that team. So I was thinking about like hybrid teams to uh, look at taking into global. Uh, so Black Widow was actually one of those. I was looking at skill characters uh in global and there's others there's uh zemo and um taskmasters taskmaster yeah. but i think yeah. i think with the rework black widow is not too bad uh possibly with hawkeye as well who's also a skilled character uh, plus the cooldowns are low uh, that was a big thing for her that i liked was her cooldowns were quite low well, if you can get the land, if you can get the blind to land with Hawkeye, that would be pretty impactful, I'd imagine. Yeah, and plus they're both assisting each other. Uh, so that, yeah. that was something like I, I was kind of considering prior to all of this. Uh, but it was an interesting choice, Black Widow and Hawkeye. Um, he had Thor for the general nodes, but obviously not for the global nodes. Uh, the only problem for me with uh, taking in Captain America is uh, his bio as well. <laughs> is it? And, and I he is bio. 
Yeah, cool. and I'd rather keep all my bio for City as much as possible. Yeah. But I, I mean, it makes I mean, sense the way that the team actually makes sense. I mean, you got uh, Cap that's going to be, you know, feeding other characters plus Black Widow. She's going to get her special and old back um, pretty often. And her special is pretty much going to go off every second turn with him feeding her kind of thing. That's yeah. pretty decent team. Um, on top of the speed up from the special that Black Widow gives, like they're just yeah, yeah. constantly yeah. going out. Yeah. And then he's all, he also had healer on cap there. So with his mm. giant health pool, that's got to help a little bit there. Yeah. Um, he did 56 million damage in one go on the last global node. Yeah. With those four characters. So it's I feel like it would be a slug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, it, it took all day, but yeah, it looks like based on Cap's power, he's got a decent cap. Like, obviously, it's level eighty, year fifteen, but I think uh, his red stars must be decent as well. Mm. Based on his power, seven. I'm yeah, just five on Remspoon. <laughs> I'm just looking at Remspoon with um, like on the global node, and he's got 162k Emma, like. No, I don't even want to think about fighting that in war. Oh. <laughs> that would be so gross. Like, would be disgusting. I, I, I can't remember who, who else had it uh, last war or the war before, but I've had it where I've uh, taken in Black Order, killed everyone, and it's basically my Black Order versus a seven red star, five ISO, Emma Frost, and nothing's landing on her, like no bleeds are landing on her or anything. And I've, I've like, because the match has gone the full five minutes, I've altered her with Thanos's ult like three times. And yeah. she pretty much, it takes it below maybe 50%, and then she heals back up and just like, well, well what am I meant to do? <laughs> right. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, a big Emma Frost is pretty nasty to deal with. Uh, aside from Dark Dimension 4 because of, uh, uh, what's it? Black Friday. Thanksgiving, yeah, it brings the sales that you guys get in America, Black Friday. Uh, I know there was some uh, decent uh, sales. I, I didn't really jump on many of them. I, I think you got the E6 sale, right? The Elite 6 Orb. Lindsay, Ooh, yes, I did. I'm saving that. Probably a good call. I uh, saw a lot of screenshots of Ravager Stitcher, Ravager Bruiser, uh, Nebula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also sitting at my Elite Six still. <laughs> yeah, I, I prefer to pull my Red Star Rods when there's a increased uh, percentage for a character kind of thing. Mm, yeah. Yep. I mean... Especially if that character is like god tier, like an MR or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it's not going to guarantee it. It's only fifteen percent, uh, but still, it's, it's better, better than one percent. <laughs> better than one percent, exactly. <laughs> yep. But uh, I think there were a couple of other good sales. I think there was a gold uh, orb sale that was pretty decent. Yeah. From memory, uh, there was probably a few other sales that were probably worthwhile, but. You know, we're talking about Foxnet Scopely offers, which mm. 
<laughs> overpriced to begin with, so the sales are... Meh. There's one today <laughs> for uh, Cyber Monday. It's only five bucks for Australian dollars, by the way. It's only five do- uh, five bucks for um, 50 silver promotion credits over a month. It's not too bad. Over a month? Oh, it's a calendar, mm. is it? Yeah. I mean, it's not too bad, but at the so same time, our, we do get a... I mean, we get one silver a day. That's not too bad. That's not a huge deal. The $30 for 50 gold. Meh. It's only worth it if you got extra money. $10 for the premium, for 10 premium orbs. It's all right. Yeah, Yeah. you say $30, but it's actually $50 for us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so scuffed. I mean, a lot of people... A lot of people say, oh, it's just, you know, foreign exchange, but you do the exchange rate on, say, Google, and it's more than that. We get taxed mm. taxed. <laughs> yeah. And the actual offers end up something ridiculous. Yeah. It's terrible. We get it. We get like it. 80 bucks okay. for a, like 50 shards of a character plus those 16K orbs or something like that. It's like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to justify it most of the times for myself when you know a new you know console game comes out at the same price as a character in MSO. Yeah that's it's excessive. <laughs> uh but that's enough MSF <laughs> for this week for us. Um as far as other games go, uh Minzy, uh you mentioned Tinkertown. Yeah, it's a new game coming out in early access, I think, next month. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty cool. It kind of looks like Terraria in a way, if any of you have played that. Um, but yeah, apparently there's, you can play with up to three players in co-op or PvP. You can collect loot, there's different biomes, there's like rare monsters and stuff like that. You get loot, stuff like that. It's really cool. Looks really cool, I should say. Yeah, I didn't read too much about it. it. To be honest, when you mentioned it, it was the first time I'd actually heard about it. But yeah, I did, like sorry. A quick, I did a quick Google in terms of uh, looking at some videos and images and stuff like that. It actually it looks decent uh, in terms yeah. of visuals. You can be, you can have. There's like different classes, so you can be like a knight or a mage, or you can make like your own, like a hybrid. So okay, yeah, cool. Not bad. Uh, too bad. But yeah, as we mentioned, um, Thanksgiving brings in the retail sales. So uh, MSF had it, uh, but also the rest of the gaming industry also had the Black Day sales. Um, yes. <laughs> so uh, Steam had some decent sales. I know PlayStation as well also had some. Uh, were there any on Steam that piqued your interest? I bought Doom Eternal. Okay. Yeah, I've never played it? a Doom. Uh, it's 30 Australian dollars here, so... Oh, shit, that's like $10 right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down from 100 bucks, and I'm like, I'm grabbing that, so... That's, that's pretty decent. But at the same time, it's been out for a year it's and a It's been out for a while, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. There's a whole bunch of other games on sale. Like uh, Borderlands Three, um, Red Dead Redemption, Halo, Star Wars Squadrons. 
Yeah, Squadrons was one. So I don't look at the Steam sales because my computer, you know, barely handles basic things. Um, it's not going to handle gaming. So I'm mostly, you know, a console gamer. But uh, I was looking at the PSN sales and Squadron was one that um, grabbed my interest. I didn't get it. I mean, there's still time. The sale kind of goes for a month rather than a day. Uh, but yeah, I... I was interested in Squadron before these sales. It's uh, obviously it's Star Wars, but because um, I've got a, a PlayStation VR set as well, and you can play the game on VR. So uh, my VR doesn't get used too much. So it was one game I was considering for that. Uh, the other ones, I, there was Ghost uh, of uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's uh, a really good game. So I haven't, I haven't played it, and I think it's on a thirty percent sale on PlayStation. I'm not sure what it, if it's on sale on Steam or not. Uh, Avengers is, I think it's like a 50 percent sale on Ooh. PlayStation, which is pretty decent to pick up considering it looks like they're starting to get their act in order and they're going to start releasing more stuff soon. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty good time to pick it up if you already haven't. Uh, at that price. Uh, yep. Aside from that, yeah. I mean, I'm not... Go on. I was going to say, I mean, how long has that game been out now? We're finally getting content. Going on four uh, months. September, <laughs> I think, was... Was it September? Uh, Three months. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they were... It's about right. Yeah. I, I mean, most of the other... I think Destiny and um, Division were pretty similar in terms of it took them a few months to kind of bring yeah. out. Destiny, it took them way too long. Let's not go there. <laughs> True. Destiny did take longer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they were the few games that kind of grabbed my interest on those sales that I saw. There was also the Tony Hawk game, um, the remake. Mm, yeah. 30% sale on PlayStation. I never got it uh, when it came out, but that was a game that I was interested in getting in purely for the nostalgic factor. Pretty much. Um, apart from the sales, uh, so Hades, I think Hades is also on sale. I think um, you mentioned on Steam, uh, but I was considering getting it on the Switch. It seems like a really good game. Uh, I've, I saw a couple of um, good friends of mine playing it um, on PC. They had the PC version. Uh, but it's like a dungeon crawler action RPG type game. Uh, yeah, hack and slash type game. Yeah, it, it, uh, like it definitely grabbed my interest. So I'll, I'll probably end up getting it on the Switch. Uh, there's a few games actually I need to get on the Switch. Um, including Hyrule Warrior. I think, Reese, you mentioned that was also on sale. So I, I said it was on sale on Amazon because I had found that story and it is already not on sale anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, call me, so call me a liar. But, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, regardless if it's on sale or not, it looks like a pretty decent game. It Ooh. is, a, I guess, a hack and slash type game. Um, but, yeah, if you're, like we mentioned uh, previously, if you're a fan of Zelda, I think it, it probably will 
take your interest kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're two games I'm probably going to end up getting on my Switch. Uh, Reese, you've been playing World of Warcraft. You've uh, fell deep into that dungeon. Yes, it, it is a soul-sucking hole that I'm crawling back into. Um, <laughs> it's been a good first week, actually, though. No, I really like how they laid out the story um, and how you're all, so you're kind of, you're forced through the linear story one time and it's not just kind of a free-for-all which direction you want to go in. And then after that, with your alts, you can go whichever way you want to. Okay. Um, but the power the uh, power levels, I haven't really been super challenged. There's this tower deal, which is very reminiscent of running uh, things through Diablo uh, called yeah. Torghast. So that's actually pretty cool. And I only have to do it a couple times a week. I don't have to do that on a daily basis, which is good because this time consuming is a solo mage. It's horrible. Um, but no, it, it, it is a really well done expansion. Next week's uh, reset, not this up one coming up, but the one on the December 8th is when they're going to release the raids. So everybody's kind of trying to crush through dungeons for the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready for that nonsense. I keep seeing a whole bunch of posts on Twitter that like Shadowlands saved WoW and stuff like that. I'm like, it's literally been out for a few days. You cannot say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really well done. All uh, the, I, the systems. I'm, Go on, go on. No, so the systems that they've got, there are some things that are grindy, but they're time-gated too. So like yeah. uh, the Covenant, let's try to figure out how to get past the uh, co- uh, uh, Renown levels three that I've, I'm at right now. Yeah. And then after some Google searching, it's gated. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Okay, I'm done trying. I guess I'll go start another character. But I don't feel like, I'm, I'm already kind of to the point where I don't have to suck my whole life in. Because I love yeah. it. That was the I'm problem cool. with... Um, the legion and bfa not legion so much because legion you could kind of do whatever you want and you got rewarded for it but in bfa it took so yeah. much time was, yeah bfa put too much emphasis on the mythic pluses and i hope that it, it's not the same for this one because it's just yeah mythic plus after a while gets really old it does look like a good expansion but it just annoys me when people say that oh this expansion saved well because the first two months of BFA, everyone thought it was going to be a great expansion because everything was going so well. First raid came out, and then everyone's like, "Well, this is shit." <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm holding, I'm holding my, my definitive answer until the first. Yeah, raid. yeah, because yeah, it, that, that honestly, first raid was shit last time. If the um, if once the raids come out and people actually start to get a proper feel for the end game, and if it's actually good, I will probably pick it up then. I don't know. I mean, that's a general kind of uh, reaction set for most gamers. It's uh, <laughs> within the first day they're either hating the shit out of a game and you know going on Reddit and throwing salt around, or they're full of praise. It's <laughs> patience yeah, I'll, is I'll never make a virtue. <laughs> I'll make an effort to stream some next weekend. Nice, nice. Um, but speaking of wow, that. Uh, similar game, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, yes. Minzy's been playing that instead. Yeah, uh, pretty much. One <laughs> <laughs> black hole to another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, actually. Yeah. Um, the new patch is coming out. The trailer came out the other day for it. And um, 
I don't know if I should talk about it because like it's spoilers, but there is I mean, if the it's new a trailer, raid. Is... Yeah, spoil everything from a trailer. Yeah, I'm, I won't say much, but the new raid does look really cool. There's some old bosses that are coming back that look pretty cool, and the new sets and all that, like raid sets, look really cool as well. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I haven't played. I I much preferred uh, FF14 over WoW, but I still haven't played that since Stormblood. So I'm a few. That's when I started. <laughs> That's when you started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm a I'm a few expansions behind. Uh, I don't know. There was something about the Final Fantasy um, MMO that I preferred over. Wow, or the um, Elder Scroll Online. I think the thing about Final Fantasy is it's once you get all the main content done, like the raid and stuff like that, you get geared up, you can go play other games. Like it gives you time to go play other games rather than mm. just constantly grinding. But if you don't want to go play other games, you do have the option just to keep grinding. So. I think that that's might have a been it. The flexibility. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so moving away from obviously uh, technology-based games, back to the the OG uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Minza, you still play D and D with your mates every Monday, I believe. Our time. Yeah, Monday and Wednesday. Um, yeah. So a new source book came out, uh, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Um, that has a lot of stuff in it, like new subclasses, there's uh, things for the DM to play with, like there's a lot of stuff in it, it looks really good. I'm very excited to try out one of the new subclasses when I get the <laughs> chance. So. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've never actually uh, played any D&D, to be honest. It's, it's always it's, been something that I've been interested in doing, but uh, I mean, it's possible now to do, you know, D and D online, but mm. you know, growing up, it was always something you needed to do um, physically in person, kind of thing. So, never. Yeah. Had. Well, that's something we should set up to stream. Let's do a DVD D and D here. That'd be cool. There, there is like a Discord bot uh, that um, it's like a dice that you can install it onto your discord server and you can play D&D over discord as well so you don't want to know how many sets of dice i've bought so far <laughs> <laughs> i i do know because i did play when i was in high school oh, 20 years bad. ago <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's very fun it's daunting to get into but it's fun once you get the hang of it yeah like i a couple of the guys that play MSF will probably end up watching this podcast. Uh, he sent one of the guys sent me the player book because I was like, oh, I've always, I've, pretty much the same thing I just said. Like I've been interested, and he's like, oh, well, here's a player book, have a read. And I just, you know, it's a PDF form. I opened it, and I was just like, how many? Three hundred pages of stuff <laughs> yeah. to go through. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you don't know what you're getting into. It's daunting. Yeah. I don't see oh, the book as like. I, I mean, he did, he did say like, most of it's for a grandmaster, but still. 
I don't say the book is like a traditional, you have to do this. It's more guidelines, I say. More like guidelines than actual rules. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm trying to get more into um, tabletop gaming as well. Uh, my Like my kids are coming to that age where we can you know, play some decent board games and stuff like that. Uh, so I, I've bought them Risk uh, Junior. I uh, didn't know if they were, they'd be able to cope with the, the original Risk uh, game straight away. So I found a, a junior version of that game. Um, so hopefully that will get them into like a you know those typical strategy t um, tabletop games. I don't know if my age is showing, but I've never heard of Risk. <laughs> Oh, we can just, we can. I think we're kicking you off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to have to put a uh, risk um, on the application form. <laughs> um, have you at least heard of this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a, uh, how could I describe it? It's a, it's a strategy game, uh, kind of like a conquer um style game i'm trying to think what i could relate it's a world to. domination game you've got armies and you yeah countries, uh, you know i mean did you ever play you probably never played this either but did you ever play like command and conquer and oh 100 my brother would beat me if i didn't play that <laughs> uh so you know how there's like uh you know you pick a nation and you try to Take a conquer the world kind of thing. So Ooh, pretty much, yeah. pretty much the same, but on a tabletop. It's, That's cool. I don't know. Would, would you describe it somewhat differently? I, I, would, I would think of it uh, more similar to Civilization. You played any Civilization? Yeah, Civilization. Yeah, it's, it's got more of a global thing because it's it's not like real time strategy. It's more more global strategy. Yeah. I do like Civilization. That is a very good game. Yeah, so it's probably, I, if you haven't played it I, and you like um, kind of tabletop board games, I would recommend picking it up, uh, yeah. playing with your brother and a few other people. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, we've got that for Christmas, so we haven't opened, they haven't opened it yet. I say we because... Uh, I want to play it, but um, they haven't opened it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the present really for? <laughs> Me. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> there are a few other uh, games. That I didn't realize Marvel had a, quite a few tabletop games as well, so I was eyeing those out as well. Um, but I ended up going with Risk. It's a game that I know, so can't go too wrong. Uh but was there anything else in terms of gaming uh, that you guys wanted to talk about this episode? No. I uh, think so. Uh, in terms of entertainment and uh, TV and movie, uh, so today, uh, rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman's birthday. Uh, so to honor that and to remember his legacy, uh, Disney have updated the intro to Black Panther, uh, the movie. So instead of seeing the usual comic uh, book intro, um, you see like uh, pictures of 
uh, Chadwick Boseman, obviously. Uh, so it's a, it's a nice tribute to uh, the late Chadwick. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've got the Black Panther. If you are watching this on YouTube instead of uh, podcast, my background is Black Panther, and I've got a Black Panther shirt right now. So I've got a nice tribute to him as well. <laughs> uh uh, staying on Marvel, they've now officially uh, got the rights to Daredevil. Uh, so that was always going to go back to uh, Disney, but um, I think they've finally officially got the rights to it. So, uh, Hopefully they'll get the rights to the others because, oh my God, that show was good. Yeah, I, I quite like the, um, the Marvel Netflix shows. Ooh. Especially, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Daredevil. Uh, Punisher was good. Punisher season two was good as well. It kind of dropped off a bit for me. Uh, yeah. Luke Cage was it was fifty fifty. Uh, first season it was slow to pick up, but it, it picked up in the second season. It was a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jessica Jones was okay. I didn't mind it. Uh, Iron Fist first season was trash i think second season it was starting to actually get some traction like towards the end of the second season actually became half decent uh yeah the second season i actually enjoyed a decent yeah. amount to be honest yeah but i think at that point it just had such a bad rap that anyone yeah it didn't oh, yeah, start exactly. good so it didn't start yeah. well no and um the defenders series i thought was good as well uh yeah. one-off defender series so you know if they bring in the writers uh from the netflix marvel show i wouldn't be too unhappy as long as it's not mm. the iron fist writer um i think we're all good there. <laughs> <laughs> uh but you, you stay in the corner <laughs> adults are talking <laughs> But speaking of the the Netflix uh, series, so the actor that played uh, Kingpin, uh, Kingpin uh, Vincent, I think it's uh, Donofrio. Yeah. Not too sure how to Don, pronounce Donofrio. it. Donofrio. Donofrio. Uh, sorry yeah. for butchering your surnames. Uh, yeah. But he <laughs> he's uh, trying to get a petition up to uh, get fans signing it so that Marvel uh, can continue the. The Daredevil show, at least, um, onto uh, Disney Plus, which I wouldn't mind as well. Not sure if it would suit uh, Disney Plus as such, because they were kind of darker and grittier on Netflix because they were allowed to be. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Disney's quite family friendly, so they might have to tone it down a bit, which probably wouldn't suit uh, Daredevil kind of as much if they put it on Hulu. Uh, yeah, I think it might be okay. Um, so we'll have it's to see. It's a good see. thing they own all of these things. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good thing they're they're trying to get world domination and they just own everything. <laughs> <laughs> they're essentially a monopoly. <laughs> I, my wife keeps telling us that we need to elect uh, Mickey Mouse as the president because he's been running the Disney Castle all these years. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Still on Disney. Uh, actually, we'll, we'll talk about Hawkeye um, staying on Marvel. Uh, so that's set to begin filming uh, next week, I believe, uh, in New York, which should be 
good. Uh, good to see some of these shows that were delayed uh, starting to you know, gain some traction and start moving. So I don't know if they've actually casted Kate Bishop or not. There was there were news it was um, Hayley Steinfeld, but I haven't seen anything official in regards to it. But uh, well, similar to Black Widow, I think Hawkeye deserves some sort of show. But this one uh, is more him passing the mantle to Kate Bishop, from what I gather. But still, um, it's good to see him get a, a a movie or a show. I can't see that Kate Bishop has been cast for it. Yeah, I don't think I saw anything official. Yeah. But um, if they're supposedly starting filming, then someone must be in mind. Ooh, uh, yeah. But yeah, Haley Haley Steinfeld. That's what you said earlier, right? It was Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, that's what I said earlier. Uh, that was the last yeah. thing I heard. Um, so what IMDb still has listed, so. Okay, so maybe it is. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, watch the space in regards to that. Uh, now, a show that we always discuss each week, Mandalorian, episode five, uh, aired a few days ago, obviously. Uh, Minzi, uh, sorry, Reese is now caught up to... Uh, he wasn't up to date last week, uh, but he's done a two-episode binge, and he's all caught up. But oh, what can I say? That was a whole bunch of hype for me. I, the, when the episode first aired, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, like, I, like I, I said, I, had, I was just like, <laughs> "Yes." <laughs> I had completely forgot who was going to be in the series when that episode kicked off, and I'm not shitting my pants. So it was, a, it was definitely. Definitely a good episode. The whole thing, all the way through, was, was, was oh, the fantastic. whole way through. I know. And then at the end, uh, when said character uh, mentions another big character in the Star Wars universe, I was just like, "Wow!" If they're bringing them into Mandalorian, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, well, now I'm gonna have to watch it after this. <laughs> but. Yes, get caught up so the next week you could talk with us. Yeah, I'm I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we're going to obviously keep it spoiler free, not just for the fans, but obviously for Minzy yeah. as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, there's, I, I'm just wondering what, how they're going to cover us so much that they've already touched base um, in season two with only uh, three episodes remaining. So it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I, I think they're going to start to zero in kind of towards the end game um starting this next episode yeah and i've got a feeling that some of the subplots um that were brought up uh this season are probably uh you know probably main plots for season three i think they're probably also doing that um i have a sneaky feeling the what we saw uh towards the end of the last ep- the episode that just aired is probably setting up season three, if anything. Um, that character that was mentioned, I don't think we will, we might see in the finale, but I think it's going to be like, a, it's, it's a big enough character that's probably, uh, yeah, you know, have to be like a mainstayer for season three, potentially. Ooh. But either way, a lot of hype if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, 
Witcher. Uh, there's an announcement of a spin-off series. <laughs> Season two hasn't aired, but we've got a spin-off series. Uh, Blood Origin is what it's called. Uh, I haven't read too much about it, but I think, Minzy, you were saying it's going to move away from Gerald. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure it's not about Gerald. Um, yeah, it's about another Witcher, but I forgot what, it's, what his name was. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be Netflix. It's going to be on Netflix. Right? Yeah, it is. It um, is Netflix. It's, it's going to be. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have some confidence rolling into it. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure from what I've read, it's going to be like a cartoon type um, show as well. Okay. Um, but I mean, I I didn't mind. I which season one was good. I'm waiting for season two as well. It's a it's a decent series. Uh, played uh the games as well and they're good games uh in terms of the books i haven't really read the books as much but um or at all i should say but i do want to pick up the books and start reading them 1200 years before Geralt of rivia okay okay yeah Mm. Uh, it's about the first witcher apparently it says oh, like an origin before, story. Yeah. Surprise. Um, twelve hundred years before Gerald and Ruby are the world of monsters, men and elves versions one and the first witcher came to be. That's the synopsis of it. Okay. Cause I think that was the it might have been to do with the reaction from the actual season one. Uh, a lot of the fans who've either played the game or read the books or both kind of knew the the background to the whole uh, Witcher universe, but um, a fair number of people were sitting there confused, going, "What's going on?" Especially if you, if you've watched the show, they the timeline shifts like it's not yeah. in sequence; it kind of jumps back mm-hmm. and forth. And unless you're really paying attention or you know previously what's going on it, it can be quite confusing and it was uh, like i like my, my wife knew little about the you know the series leading into it and so she, she watched it and she enjoyed it as well but there was a lot of me in the background going so this is because of that and that's because of this and <laughs> and then i was like, like oh, oh okay so this is, this is how i watched are. the mandalorian with my <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when it came out, I watched it by myself first, just to, because I knew that it was going to, I heard that it like it was going to be all like time jumping in a way. Mm. Um, yeah, once I watched it for myself and like got a grasp on how the story was, um, I watched it with mum and was kind of like explaining to her in a way, like where this would take place and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So I... I'm wondering whether that's possibly a reason they're going back and kind of explaining the the Witcher kind of mythology, so to speak. Um, possibly, who knows? Or it's just another money grab. <laughs> well, they've got good, good Why ratings. Or both. <laughs> <laughs> <All> both, yes. <laughs> uh, other big news in the entertainment industry. Uh, obviously, there's a bit of stuff surrounding Johnny Depp. Um, so he was dropped by Warner Brothers for the uh, Fantastic Beasts 3 movie. 
Uh, so they've now cast uh, Mads Mikkelsen as Grindelwald. Uh, so those of you who don't know Mads, uh, he's been Hannibal, was also the um, secondary slash main villain in Doctor Strange movie. Uh, so he's done quite a few decent work. I think he's a really good actor. I, I've watched, uh, um, you know, fair number of his work as well and he's a he's a good replacement um to be honest i'm not sure what you guys think of him or the whole news i've never seen any of those movies nor have i seen harry potter (laughs) you can just stop talking again (laughs) (laughs) why do we bring you here first it was (laughs) (laughs) no so he he is a superb First risk. Now Harry Potter. Just, just get up and get out. <laughs> I, I, see the door, I, I haven't see, seen Star Wars. <laughs> I see the door behind you. <laughs> so, so no, he's a he's a fantastic actor. He was also a uh, Bond villain. The the first of he was, yes. series of Bonds. Yeah. Um, fantastic actor. I loved him as Hannibal. He did a great job with that character. He so did. I'm, I'm looking really forward to see what he'll do with Grindelwald. I, I think it's a good choice. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm quite happy with the replacement of choice. So, um, it it sucks that uh, Johnny Depp wasn't able to continue it, but um, I think they've done a good choice in replacing him, nonetheless. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think um, touch base on everything we've wanted to. Uh, I'll leave it open for you guys if you want to add anything else before we sign off at all. So. Think so. I'm good here. I think oh, we good as well. Um, thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, whether you're watching this on YouTube or your podcast service of choice. Now, for those of you guys uh, that have been asking about Apple Podcast, we are trying to get that on Apple for whatever reason. Apple takes two weeks to get their approvals done. Um, so we're just waiting on that before it becomes available on Apple Podcasts. But other than that, it is on the other major services like uh, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Um, but anyway, I uh, thank you guys for joining us. We will catch you next week. Sounds good. See ya. <laughs>